0: In the Christian tradition, one of the ways that God wants to communicate with us is through angels. In this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about them and explain why they may not actually have wings. Stay tuned. Hello, friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you, as always. So today, I want to start by thanking a longtime viewer of the podcast here. Her name is Cheryl. Cheryl, you know who you are. Um, So I want to thank you, Cheryl, for your very kind note about last week's episode and um, your gratitude for these episodes generally. Uh, So thank you. And she also asked a question in that email about angels, which is something uh, that we have actually, as far as I know, I don't think I've ever talked about angels in a past episode. And it's probably something, frankly, that we don't discuss much in the Lutheran tradition um, that this church and that I am a part of. So um, I want to just talk a little briefly about uh, some things related to those. And it's interesting, this past Christmas season, my wife and I and our our daughter Sarah uh, joined some other family members who had decided we should all watch It's a Wonderful Life together. And if you know that Christmas classic, you know that one of the key characters is Clarence, this angel who's trying to get his wings. And the movie ends with every time a bell rings an angel gets his wings. Um, And so our image of angels sort of culturally certainly is of some kind of uh, person with wings. And we could find all kinds of artistic expressions of this. uh, In the Western tradition, often they look like cherubs. Um, But there's nothing specifically uh, in the Bible uh, that that limits angels to beings with wings. And so I just want to say, I guess, broadly speaking, the word angel comes from a Greek word, angelos, which very simply means messenger, and for me at least, it's a really helpful way to think about what an angel is or how God uses angels to communicate some message to us. And it may be that uh, those messages come to us through people we know, maybe they're uh, people familiar to us, maybe they're strangers, but it's also possible, and I'm gonna read a short uh, passage again from our old friend, Frederick Beekner It's also possible that angels um, come to us with their messages in disembodied ways. And, and here's what he says about uh, angels. This, again, is from uh, Wishful Thinking. I've quoted this many times. Uh, Never, though, I think this entry, this entry is simply angels. Um, It says, angels are powerful spirits whom God sends into the world to wish us well. Since we don't expect to see them, we don't. An angel spreads its glittering wings over us, again, using that imagery of wings, so familiar to us when we think of angels. And we say things like it was one of those days that made you feel good just to be alive, or I had a hunch everything was going to turn out all right, or I don't know where I ever found the courage, right? So in those instances from Frederick Beekner's thinking and writing about angels. It's less encountering someone uh, and more having a feeling of some kind of presence with us, maybe, or a sense of calm or courage or contentment, right? Um, So I guess the the first broad point I want to make is uh, when we think of angels, for me at least, it's helpful to think of that meaning behind them. It's, an angel is a messenger, and the messages that God sends us can come to us in all kinds of ways, uh, and they're not limited to, again, let's call it Clarence, who um, is an angel who's trying to get his wings, um, but come to us in all kinds of different ways. I, I hope that makes sense. The other thing I want to mention, and this is, I think, related to, um, And I have found it helpful to reflect on this, is a story that isn't specifically about angels, but it is about messages we get, if you want to call it, from the other side. Um, And I'm thinking here of uh, past Faith and Life speaker Janice Amatuzio. I don't remember if I've mentioned her before. Uh, I have not been in touch with her in a long time. But she's the former um, pathologist for Hennepin County, or the Hennepin County Coroner. And I may have told this story before, if I do, I apologize, but it's been a long time and I've forgotten, so I imagine you certainly have forgotten. But when she talked, she came, this is someone who'd been a coroner for a long time, and she told story after story after story after story of her decades-long experience as a coroner about uh, family members who, in the context of a very recent death, very often, shared with her Um, some kind of experiences of, let's call it, of a message from the deceased or a message from God encouraging them to be calm or trusting that they were going to be okay or that their loved one was going to be okay. I mean, again, she just piled these stories on one after the other. At the end of her talk, she said, Now, can I ask all of you, the gathered audience here, has anyone here ever experienced something like that? And I mean, we didn't do a a vote, but if I had to guess based on the hands that were raised, it was easily 65, 70, 75, 80% of the people in the audience raised their hands, right? Saying, yeah, that that resonates with me. Something similar has happened to me. And then she said this very interesting thing. She said, you know, I have discovered in my years now of giving this talk that I always have to ask that question after I've told all these stories. Because if I stand up here and ask the question at the front end of my talk, no one will raise their hands. Why? Because culturally, we, I think, are suspicious, we've talked about this before, of all kinds of things related to our faith life, and we're certainly, I think, suspicious of any ways that God might actually communicate us communicate with us, including, let's say, through angels. And yet when you hear a scientist whose own personal experience uh, it, it suggests that this happens all the time, then we're freed up somehow to admit, oh, yeah, I've had that happen to me too. There must be something there, which I guess is a way of saying um, I believe we need to more fully trust for ourselves, and also find ways in our faith communities where maybe talking about things like this is safe, um, reinforce all of the various ways that God is constantly trying to reach out and send us messages, one of which I believe is, and I'm going to share it with you right now, to remind us of the most basic thing, which is God is saying, I love you, right? So I don't know if that's helpful. Cheryl, I'm grateful again for your kind words. I'm grateful for the question. Um, If I didn't touch on specifically what you were hoping to discuss related to angels, please let me know. And as always, if you have questions about this or things you'd like addressed in a future episode, please reach out. And until next time, be well, stay in touch, and God bless.